welcome in everyone to episode 65 of the Battlecats podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Pang, joined by my co-host, Speediest Chief 2. What's up, Caleb? Episode 65, can you believe it? What's going on here? You know, we're almost at that magic meme number. <laughs> episode yeah, 70, almost. you know? Lucky, lucky number 7. <laughs> Plus uh, luck, lucky, exactly. All, lucky number 7. That, that's what I was thinking of as well. But, mm-hmm. dude, 65 is still really, really impressive, dude. I'm excited. We've got some awesome events to cover. We've got some, you know, current events to cover and then some uh, other topics as well. So should be a good one. And, uh, yeah, man, it feels like it's been a little while because we recorded an episode earlier and that one rolled out. So good to uh, talk with you again. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot, a lot of changes for season twelve, like we mentioned, as in an anticipation. Funny enough, it was like shortly after recorded, all the updates went live a day before um, release. <laughs> Some people were trying to hit like Legend with a new move says. It was like all sorts of weird. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a question for you. I'm sure everyone in the audience is wondering too. What so? So what happened on that last day? Did did you get the season eleven pose, or are we gonna have to we're gonna have to go all out for this next bet? Oh, dude. Um, so I I've not told you this yet. Uh, you're hearing this for the first time, but I've actually had five or six people come into my stream at least, and they say, "Hey, I like the Battle Cats podcast. I listen to you guys." And I'm just wondering, did you get Legend at the end of the season? And <laughs> every single time, I've been dodging the question. You know, they'll like ask, you know, save it for this episode, promote the episode, like listen to episode 65, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've been very careful, right? I have not gone into like my that page on your on your trainer profile where you can scroll down and see the previous season's ELO. I don't go to that page. Like I, I kind of ignore the question. I just dodge it. And they probably think I'm just being a jerk, right? Probably like, oh man, Speedy seems cool, but he's actually super rude, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know, Caleb. Long story short. I hate to say it, man, but it's it didn't pan out for me. Oh um, man, I'm gonna have to do what you did. The what you suggested, the season one through ten legend slash twelve. <laughs> you know, or you could take the route that I do, and I just don't put any of it there. It'll save you a lot of Twitter bio space, and then you'll have room because you can you can add other stuff like, you know, uh, AK also known as the ones bearded speediest chief when you shave it all off too you can fit oh, other dude. you can okay. fit other descriptors in <laughs> that, that's okay so that is a whole other thing all right that, that's <laughs> why uh, i did i did one stream uh this season and i i kind of paused for a mo- for a moment and i had not told anybody that i actually didn't get legend last season i just said i have something to prove this season and people in the chat mm. were like what what do you mean i don't get it you know where's this coming from like no trust me i have something to prove this season so that that whole beardless thing okay that, that's a whole nother topic that's that's season 12 <laughs> that, that's what i'm focused on right this season 11 i can't even remember can you remember season 11 i can't yeah uh, you know it's like a distant memory ago you know so yes. for those that don't know what we're talking about about speediest chief potentially shaving off his entire beard and stuff you gotta listen to the last episode of the, the battle cats podcast so mm-hmm. we don't want to spoil it for you but i will say Polymer's up also to not hit legend. <laughs> so, oh my god, we played around too much, man. Yeah, we well, too much. he was climbing well with my team, and then he decides to be creative and trying to make his own team. You know, and uh, that's where he goes wrong. 
Yeah, the pride, the pride, you know, wants to be a team team builder and hit legend with it, but it didn't uh it didn't pan out so well. So he also is in the same boat, which is just ironic because you two were the only two people I made bets with on hitting legend. <laughs> so I don't, Dude. I don't, I don't know what I was stressing about looking back on it, but well, I, I think you picked well. You picked your your betters well. Um, speaking of that, though, there are other people that are racing to legend this season. Yeah, I saw. I saw on Twitter. You know, for, uh, before before all of this was announced, I'll just say the people that I saw on Twitter. It's Arrow and Panic are teaming up. Uh, and they're going against, uh, I think it was Smash King and Ferrickster, to my knowledge. Yes. They're doing like Correct. a little pair, like a 2v2. And they're even putting some money on the line, too. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, really putting their money where their mouth is, I guess. The funny enough is that that tweet was hilarious because you see Yasser and Iceband in the background as a pair. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Yeah, so. and, and then and then polymers and I are not even on the graphic. You know? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you guys, you guys are in the building behind them, out of <laughs> out of sight. Yeah, yeah. This is a whole group of, of people running right with their their ankles tied together. So it's like a real duos race. But polymers and I were tied together, and we fell down somewhere in the sand. You can't even see mm-hmm. us. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll link the uh, tweet in the in the promotion tweet for this episode. So for those that are curious of what we're talking about, check it out. But once this episode goes live, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out. But uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, you know, the the origins of this was actually Arrow challenging me to race to legend. And ah. yeah, so he just said, uh, let's see where, where's the thing. Okay, yeah, he messaged me on September 1st, right? So the first day of the season. Race to legend this season. I was I was brief and I just said, nah. <laughs> just left him hanging, you know. Well, yeah. I didn't leave him hanging. I just a little short response. You let him down easy. Just nah. Yeah, just nah. Just nah. You know, it's just it's a lot of work, not gonna lie. You know, I, I give props to everyone that goes for these legend races, but you gotta do your sets every day. You gotta mm-hmm grind a lot and especially if you're trying to hit legend the queue times are not short because there's not a lot of people you know i've only seen people post on twitter recently and only two people i know of has even hit veteran and that's tommy love and um ken liquid ken Mm. both are incredible battlers especially in gbl and only two have hit veteran so like even at the veteran rank right now it's a long grind so imagine trying to be the first legend like you're queued up for a while and every time you win it's very minimal elo and every time you lose you lose a lot if you're that high up and it's just mm-hmm. not a it's just not a grind i'm really dying to do you know um yeah it's also it's also tough because if you want to if you want to stream like you're sitting there around doing nothing for a while <laughs> while you're streaming and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's people that also have like worries of being you know stream sniped and stuff and you know i know it's against twitch tos to stream snipe people do it all the time you know it's part it's part of the culture (laughs) i guess so it is what it is Mm -hmm. um it's very punishing right because you try to make some progress and and for me personally if i go too long between matches i get kind of cold you know maybe if if you can think of like a kicker at a football game who gets iced out and they you know have to wait to go back onto the field make a critical kick i get cold and i just can't play as well if i take too long a break in between but i remember arrow is doing a stream with with a uh, lordly haddock and he he went live at like 1am or something and 
he was doing his sets and Lord of the Haddock was playing his his little jungle remix battles and Arrow was queuing into open great. And Arrow only got a battle once every 30 to 40 minutes. That's such a long time to just sit there and do nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it um, it's a, it is a very long time, and imagine if you get sniped in that process, like <laughs> just after all that, just to lose. Um, so it is it is rough, but I will say, there is someone I know that has the goal of hitting at least the top ten in the leaderboards this season, and they too should probably start battling a lot soon because it it is you, you do need to grind quite a bit and sit in queues for a while during that time as well if if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah i think i think that individual might have already missed uh two days of battles this season <laughs> uh that, that might be the case and but maybe but maybe an elo reveal soon so maybe they're not that far behind the curb hey i, I missed a couple of days myself too i i'm at rank like 17 or something so it is uh, what it is you know i will say i i really like little jungle remix uh speaking of really? season 12 yeah i uh, will talk more about the gbl season later bit in a later bit but i will say i get this i elite tm'd an eevee for little jungle cup to get body slam and so i was doing i was doing a call with my patrons and my friend Palmer's up. Um, he has access to all my channels and stuff. So he hops in the call and he's like, yo, guys, um, guess what is the best say swap in Little Jungle Cup? And I'm like, what are you talking about Little Jungle Cup remix for? Like, no one's going to play that. Come on now. We got Great League. We got all these moveset changes. You're going to play Little Jungle Cup remix? And so I was like, all right, I'll humor you. I pull up the rankings. I look down the list. I'm like, huh. It's got to be something really weird, right? He wouldn't say, like, it wouldn't be a glaring Stumpfist or, you know, a Skarmory <laughs> or something wild, right? Like, or a Whooper, yeah. right? Like, something that you would expect. So I'm looking at a list, and I look at the list, and I'm like, wow, Eevee is ranked number 10? It's like, don't tell me it's Eevee. He's like, yeah, it's Eevee. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, Quick Attack, that buff with the energy generation and the Legacy Body Slam is really, really good. I was like, dude, I don't, really? Like, you're gonna, you're gonna tell people to elite TM and Eevee for a little cup, little jungle cup of all things? So, I was like, all right, good to know, but no one's actually gonna do it. So, right when I end the call, I look at my inventory, I was like, I was like, well, let's just see. Let's just see what I got here, right? Just out of curiosity. I look at my Eevees. All of them have been appraised. Except for one that I caught maybe like a month or two ago. Uh-huh. So I look at this Eevee. Um, and, you know, I'll just I'll just pull it up because I'm just curious now. Um, sure. When did I catch this guy? I, I uh, think people forget that Eevee got body slam, right? That was such a weird community a, day. You know? Yeah. I, was it during community day? It was like a long time ago, I feel like. I feel yeah. like it wasn't even able to learn body slam after like 2016 and 2017. Mm-hmm. yeah so i caught this on. oh wow i caught this a long time ago i caught this on june 23rd like shortly after i moved to la and i just never appraised it i guess and it was the one that didn't have a praise i had it starred and i checked mm-hmm. and it's got a 0 12 14 spread i'm like oh eh, what is this right what is this really and it's a rank one eevee for little jungle <laughs> cup Oh, it actually was a rank one EV at 500 CP. I was like, you got to be kidding me. What are the odds of this? So I was like, I got to do it now. And so I lead yeah. TM it. You know, it doesn't get better than that. And let me tell you, this thing was real good. It was like, it was so good. I won Switch so easy with that. I was, you could even win Switch against a Vigoroth counter swap. 
in Little Jungle nice. Cup. It's it's wild, yeah. It's so good. And you have Dig, which is one of the worst ground moves in the entire game. And even that has utility against like Glare and Stumpfisk and you know Onyx say sw- uh, counter swaps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I will say that. I'm uh I am now a little jungle cup remix connoisseur, uh, if you can at least <laughs> that. And you're using quick attack, right? Yeah, quick attack is pretty nuts. It's essentially a powder snow um and vine whip clone. So eight Dude. energy, two turn move. It's really fast. And you it's stab too. And you would think like, oh, like ta- like normal's not super effective against anything, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. it's just like neutral damage yeah. at best don't tell, or resistance. Don't tell Vigor out that, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Vigor out that, yeah. But um but the quick attack damage actually adds up too, because you got stab on top of it. So and it's little cup, yeah. so everything takes a lot of damage. So even like I was like farming stuff down with quick attack, which is kind of wild. And you come out with like Dude. two and a half by slam. So yeah, say, that's I'm some nice tech. At, yeah, I'm looking at the Sims. Uh, I can't believe it's five and then four mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, double body slam. Mm-hmm. What on earth? Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty it's pretty quick, especially on the safe swap. So I just ran in with um, I originally ran, ran with uh, Whooper and Skarmory, Shadow Skarmory. So a typical mm-hmm. like Swamper Skarmory core, right? And then I uh, one of my patrons actually recommended me running it with Barboach because uh, you actually have Aqua Two and Ice Beam for the Drift Limbs and Drift Limbs. Oh yeah, and because mm-hmm. dr- Drift Limb these were just brutal with Whooper with Mud Bomb <laughs> and Body Slam, and then Eevee with Dig and Quick Attack and like True. And Ice Slam. So that actually that actually came in clutch. So big shout out to my patron there for that one. But um, but yeah. Anyway, enough of all that. We got we got some big news, or maybe it's not so big news. It's we got <laughs> Community coming up in September. And I don't know about this one, Speedy. Did you, did you read the announcement? I did. Yeah. So September eighteenth, the Community Day Pokemon is Roggen Rolla. Um, sometimes I, I'm just a little confused, right? Because I think there are really three aspects to the game. There's there's first shiny collecting. A lot of people will just go out collect shinies maybe they catch a shiny then they say they're done with the community today or the event or whatever then there's the raids you know people want really strong raid pokemon and then third probably pvp so this pokemon the shiny's already been out it's not raid relevant and it's not pvp relevant so it kind of misses like all three of those right you know kind of oh, you're a, right kind of the, shiny has, situation. the shiny has been out you're completely i completely forgot about that i was like well at least we got a new shiny yeah you're right um yeah. i guess lucky for me i don't actually have a shiny version of this but still like it's, it's i'm not a big shiny collector i feel like the shiny collectors do have one already so you're you're right that's like that's an odd one and, and there's another fourth factor right maybe you're a stardust hoarder and that's why you play mm, and true. you don't really get that either here <laughs> the, so this is rock and Rolla community days sunday september 18th 2 p.m to 5 p.m which is interesting, the time of this, and we'll talk about that in a second on why. But the event bonus is one-fourth hatch uh, distance when eggs are placed into incubators during the event, two times candy for catching Pokemon, two times chance of trainers 31 and above to receive XL candies when catching, lure modules activated during the event will last three hours, incense for three hours, few snapshots, blah, 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 one additional special trade, so that's two now in this new season, and then... Um, trades will require 50 less stardust it's fine but like none of these were amazing for rewards purposes in my opinion uh mm-hmm. one fourth hat distance is fine the candy stuff is not as enticing because i don't know if you really need xl rock and roller candy and also <laughs> like it's just it's not like a super expensive pokemon to power up i think right? it does have 
two mm-hmm. evolutions afterward. But um, yeah, and so this is the interesting part. For the time, it's actually 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And typically speaking, ever since we've had the shortened commute days or, or the three-hour ones, what they used to be rather than the six-hour ones, it's always been 11 to 2. So this is the first time I believe it's 2 to 5. Mm-hmm. And uh, – or at least since – yeah, maybe maybe there's one or two after that. But they added like bonuses, which was like they had – you could do like um, – four-star rate battles with like the second stage evolution and then they spawn extra stuff around the gym for 30 minutes if you do those raids and typically speaking it was 11 to 2 and then 2 to 5 or something you have that bonus but now this bonus is the bonus raid battles after community day is actually 5 p.m to 10 p.m which is kind of wild because typically most raids are done by 10 p.m Unfortunately, again, it's the it's a second stage evolution, which I don't know. Like, why don't they just do the third stage evolution? It's it's Boldor, which I don't know how many people are itching to do that. I also don't know if it could be shiny, and I think it's kind of missing the mark mm-hmm. if it can't be shiny because, like, I don't know how many people are really doing these raids, <laughs> these four star raids. I personally have never done one actually. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, for Zwilus, right, it was a little bit of like, okay, I can get a second tier Pokemon that maybe I can use in Great League if I really just don't have any better IVs. Plus, it's a dragon, and, and it's pretty rare as a Pokemon in general. And Rog and Rolla has been featured for some of these other rock-type events. We see it sometimes with Onix, Anorith, Rhyhorn. They just kind of appear all together. So, yeah, I agree. This is kind of like a, a weird kind of in-between. And at first, I look at that quarter egg distance, and I think, oh, man, I've got, like, 10 or 11 red uh, 12 kilometer eggs in my bag. But then I think, you know, I really would like to hatch those during a Stardust bonus instead, instead of just the distance, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate the two to five. I think two to five is, is good. That's what a lot of players uh, seem to prefer. And um, again, you know, Niantic says they're testing the data. They're going to look at how many people actually play. And uh, it's kind of a mixed bag, right? Some people think this community day might be set up for failure. Some people think p- people will play no matter what. Some people think that because of the time slot, more people will actually play in general. So it's a bit it's a bit hard to say. But uh, to your point, Caleb, having that that uh, raid bonus go until 10, I know we're going to touch on another event coming up this weekend uh, pretty soon here. But uh, I always thought that they didn't hold these events late at night because it was kind of unsafe. To, for people to ask people to stay out late yeah. uh, they didn't have raids after a certain time you can't get rocket meters after a certain time of night and i always thought that, that was like a safety feature so these mm-hmm. nighttime events are a bit confusing to me as well yeah it is and it's interesting too right and i actually don't understand the rocket leaders one either because mm-hmm. you could still grind the other rockets <laughs> like it's not like you yeah. can't do any rockets you can't do the leaders but also doing the leaders and like giovanni all that stuff I don't understand why they're deactivated after 10 p.m. I would love to hear the official reasoning from Niantic on that. Maybe they just want people to take a break from the game or something because those are solo adventures anyway, just like if you're just solo grind at night, right, or do rockets at night. Um, so I never really understood that one. But the raids one I kind of get because, like, you have to gather and stuff and they people don't want groups of people gathering maybe around certain points of interest late at night or, like, in the middle of the night. Um it's probably not as big of a deal these days because so much remote rating as well. But, you know, I could kind of see the logic behind that one. But yeah, going to 10 p.m. is a little bit weirder. It's still like kind of close to like the end of summer. So the sun's mm-hmm. not setting very early on a lot of places in the world, but on certain places in the world it is. So I don't know. Um, that is that is an interesting one. I, I do think that's a good point too. Um, we didn't mention also Gigalith when you evolve it from Boldor gets meteor beam which is a rock move 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have the stats on this yet, but unfortunately, Giggle is just not a really good Pokemon in general. Um, I think yeah. it's, it's just doesn't have the great typing and bulk and everything. The only the only saving grace of this is Meteor Beam might be learned by other Pokemon down the road. Um, it's kind of like Rollout, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so that could be interesting. Let me just do a quick search and see what oh, Pokemon I... even learned this. While okay. we've been chatting, I've like looked up a few, so oh, uh, yeah. I can name off a couple of them, and then if okay. you see any that stand out to you, uh, yeah, there's a lot of interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, whenever we see a new move like this, right? When we see Icicle Spear on Wall Rain, it hasn't come to other Pokemon yet, but we just assume when a new move gets added that it will. And uh, Meteor Beam is really, really good as a rock move. Uh, in terms of energy efficiency, it's actually two DPE, which means you're only spending 60 energy to get 120 damage. And only good. a few moves, yeah, only a few moves are that good. Like Community Day moves, like uh, I believe Hydro Cannon or Frenzy Plant might be similar. Uh, but the bonus here is that you get a 100% chance to increase your attack by one stage, which is pretty huge, especially if you've got a lot of fast move pressure. Uh, there are a couple of notable Pokemon, I think, that could learn this in the future. Uh, the first one is my boy Steelix. Steelix does have the capability to learn this, according to the main series games. And if you boost Dragon Tail and then lower their defense with Psychic Fangs at the same time, I think Steelix could, could be pretty nasty. Uh, another Pokemon that could really benefit from it as a coverage move, maybe a Pokemon like Metagross. If you uh, play Metagross in Master League, maybe you come up against a Flyer, like a, a Gyarados or a Lugia mm-hmm. or something, whether it's MLPC or, or Master League, respectively. Maybe you just want to Meteor Beam that thing out of the sky, and that could be a really cool move as well. Are there any other Pokemon you think might benefit from it though yeah there's definitely some interesting ones too aerodactyl is an interesting one because there's the mega aerodactyl um honest can learn it too for those little cup enthusiasts <laughs> i guess but um uh mew of course can learn it pseudo wudo is an interesting one i think uh that would definitely make it more relevant i think i mean rock is not a bad move but i don't think it's that good plus boosted counters right agron's yeah. an interesting one because again you got the mega agron but um, Credilly, you know, uh, our, our certain friend Dijon the Jin might like that one. So that's an interesting <laughs> one. Relicanth is a really cool one. Um, oh, dude. Yeah. So go. it's Relicanth has interesting typing. And Ancient Power is okay, especially after the buff to the damage again. But uh, it is no Meteor Beam. Um, like you said, Metagross is good. Our favorite Reggies, Reggie Steel and Reggie Rock, too. So that's an interesting Ooh. one. Reggie Rock would really benefit from that, especially with the stab as well. Um, Jirachi's a cool one as well, you know. Um, Jirachi is an interesting Pokemon. Bronzon, I feel like it learned like everything. <laughs> it has like every type of <laughs> coverage, and that could be good. Rhyperior already has Rock Wreckers, so probably not super necessary, but it could be interesting. Crustle again has Rockside already, but uh, and Rock Blast, but this does look like an upgrade. Caracasa could be an interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Spice Pick, and uh, outside of that. Barbarical, that thing is kind of annoying in some metas too, uh, especially some oh, yeah. sylph metas. Rock water again. Um, Tyrantrum, a recent rock dragon that we got. Uh, mm-hmm. That could be a cool one. Um, and then these two are interesting. They're, I think they're the new legendaries for this generation. So Soga, Sogaleo and Lunala. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. of those can learn it. Um, so yeah. that could be. Those have been those have been teased in the promo material, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then there's a bunch of other like legendaries and things that I don't really fully know, like uh Nec- Necrozma, um mm-hmm. and then Celestia Stila. 
um you know a bunch of other stuff just I, we haven't gotten to those yet so my pronunciation yeah. is probably a little rough on those and i don't <laughs> really know it but there's there's some cool looking e- eternatus looks really cool i don't know what that is it looks like a digimon but um, <laughs> i know right uh, like, like cool. from the Drodagon family or something <laughs> yeah yeah no seriously so um, that is the exciting part about this move i guess but i think mm-hmm. for the purposes of pvp maybe in pve for the shiny hunters, for the Stardust collectors, this event is kind of a kind of a wash, I think. Yeah. I, so there, there's like there's one Pokemon I wanted to mention here as well, and I know we're kind of speculating here on Meteor Beam, but it's still pretty cool once it gets added to a Pokemon. I really would love to see Aurorus be a bit better. It's such a cool Pokemon being Rock and Ice. I mean, you're so weak to things like Ground and, and Counter, but at the same time, if you give it Meteor Beam, it picks up matchups like Araquanid. You can then be Cresselia. You can be Pokemon like Lickitung ever so slightly. You take down Alola Marowak. You can flip the Alola Ninetales and the Shadow Cantona. Tails, and you can also take down Walrein. So a Pokemon like a Aurorus that is kind of like a meme, you know, it's got Powder Snow, Weather Ball, and Thunderbolt right now. If you gave it Powder Snow, Weather Ball, and Meteor Beam, it actually becomes kind of a fringe competitor, right? Maybe, maybe if I can use a fantasy football reference, maybe you're picking up Aurorus in like the fifth or sixth round of your draft, right? Trying to uh, round out your team here or like pick a spicy thing to bring into Great League. You know, when I woke up this morning, I didn't think I'd learned so much about Roars in my entire life than I just did in the past <laughs> two minutes. But that was very informative. Yes, that's pretty you know, cool. For for your sake, I really hope they do give it to Aurorus so we could like quote this quote this podcast down the road and be like, Man, Speedy called it. And now he already broke down all the matchups it wins too. So here you go. But yeah, that would that would be an interesting one for sure. That was that's uh that's a cool one. Yeah, maybe um, one day. I'll hail yeah. the PB folk matrix. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I will say a good part about this event, and I don't know if this is intentional or not, is the first play Pokemon regionals of this season, the 2022 and 2022-2023 season, is during that weekend in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, uh, Maryland, and uh, wait, I'm blanking. Yeah, Baltimore is Maryland. I don't know why. I was yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I lived in the Northeast. Um, so that that uh, regional takes place on the 17th and Saturday and Sunday, uh, the 18th, which is when this community day is. But mm-hmm. the good part is this community day starts at 2 p.m. And typically speaking, that's day two of the regionals, and it's just the top eight. So it goes by pretty quick. I think it starts at like 9 a.m., and it'll usually wrap up by 2 p.m. or before mm-hmm. then. So that's actually really cool because – uh, then everyone at the events can go out and still play together and stuff. And that seems like a great time as well. I personally won't be there, um, but uh, I do wish people the best. And hopefully it'll be a good time. I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I have my time so it's confused. I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm playing Community Day when the stream is live. But it's all the way around. I'll be like maybe asleep mm-hmm. or just waking up <laughs> when when they're doing day two so i guess i'm not missing community day, or i don't get to watch it during community day either way but um, that'd be yeah. cool to to watch it while playing community day. but for some people in the world maybe that is what they're doing which is nice um, yeah I, i've been wondering about that i've been wondering why uh you know pokemon go coming to play pokemon is new right we just did our first season which was kind of like a half season continuation of 2019 so to speak i'm wondering why they're stacking the regional streams on top of the community days i don't know if there's like a plan there or maybe there's like a benefit that they're getting or or do they really count on people just watching it 
on their phone while they're also trying to fast catch for a few hours. I, that doesn't seem congruent to me because if I'm fast catching, I don't want anything popping up on the screen. Like I, I start to mauled, right? If I get like too many discord notifications or too many text messages, I'm trying to click run and I click into the message. I'm like, no, I don't want to go into WhatsApp. I don't want to go into discord. I just want to catch faster. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you completely. So, Oh, we'll see. It is, um, it is what it is. Not every community is going to be, going to be a banger but um true you know i'm sure there's some people that love spice that can make it work like i, I know i've seen a few star raptors star raptor fans <laughs> on twitter and stuff i got Stravia. <laughs> yeah yeah dude I'm, I'm just saying i look y'all didn't like look up the movesets or something because my bassia ain't never losing to a star raptor right or shadow star after <laughs> anything like i don't know like this is, you can't post you can't post clips of you BMing people that don't know what's going on, right? Like that's just unfair, right? I could post clips of my Bastion beating Swampers all day long. You don't see me do that, right? True, true, true. Well, sometimes you do, but no. so I'm just I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, to be fair, I've done it like once, but it was in response okay, yeah. to like someone else BMing a Bastion. I'm like, how are you gonna be BMing in a positive matchup? I feel like the BM should be in a negative matchup. You know, that's the true mm -hmm. BM. You know? Yeah, if you sludge if you sludge a Skarmory, it's like, oh man, you're just playing around at this point. Yeah, or yeah, if you if you sludge a Skarmory, yeah, um, that's uh, or if you sludge um, I'm trying to think of a better, better situation. Uh, no, nah, usually sludge is actually pretty good against most of the negative matchups, so it's not really, it's not well, really. So what if you what if you're Needle Queen and you sludge a Needle Queen, or what if you're Venusaur and you sludge a Needle Queen instead of Frenzy Plant? That's not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 one that's respectable. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you could be ambassador all day and tag me. I'm just saying. It don't happen to me <laughs> like that, right? Because <laughs> uh, trust me, if people be having me that often when I'm using Bastion, it'd be all over Twitter. It's just like when you, it's just like when, um, I'm sure you get this too, Speedy, but like for those that um, maybe aren't content creators and stuff or um, high in the leaderboard and stuff, you don't get... It's Twitter's real quiet on a night when you're doing good in GPL. It's only mm -hmm. when you get tagged and you're losing when people do it. Because <laughs> when I'm playing well, it's like crickets. No one's tagging oh, yeah. GGs, right? What a great game, whatever. It's always mm -hmm. when you're doing poorly. I would say once, once in a while, there are, there are a few humble players out there that just want to show some respect or, you know, or are excited to match up even if they lose. But I would say the majority of the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just... Um, yeah. I'm an equal opportunist here. I don't tag anyone for anything. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's it's easy to. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like to kick somebody when they're down, right? Like, oh yeah, I just I just meet you know Arrow. I'm gonna go into his chat and tell him about it. For me, it's always <laughs> for that me. Is, no, no, no. Anyone listening? That's the most acceptable way to say GGs to someone. If you beat Arrow, definitely go in his stream <laughs> and say GGs. All right, that that is a necessity. Any, if, anything if outside him, that, I, I don't care. But <laughs> if you beat Arrow with an Empoleon, I would literally gift you a sub to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> or if you beat him with Incineroar, that would also be pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole team that was weak to Incineroar, and he he got wiped by Incineroar. I think he was like trying to be one of the first legends, first to hit legends yeah. last season. And oh, I kid you not, he hit it like a like like two weeks to a month after the first person. I was like, what? I thought you said you're gonna be the first. Like that's crazy.
Yeah, but. he was pacing really hard, right? He he was pacing towards the front of the uh, the front of the pack for the first few weeks, and then something just happened, and the wheels came off, and he stumbled real hard, you know, at the like quarter quarter mile mark, and just kind of fell down. Everyone else passed him, and then he got up and he finished. But yeah, it's similar. Yes, yeah, that Incineroar did it, man. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Arrow has a has a tendency of building teams that are entirely weak to everything, uh, like one typing or something. In Sonora, I'll give it to him; it's a little bit more rare. But I think it, one of his teams was particularly weak to Wall Rain recently, which was I'm like, what? Like Ice exists, but so speaking of speaking of Arrow, you didn't. I, I don't think you actually plugged your your EV video, right? Because you released a video on YouTube about it. Uh, William, by you not plugged? I I posted on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, you post on Twitter? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Arrow actually sent me some of his battles and I casted them and that video is going to go up on my channel mm-hmm. at five today, central time. And okay. uh, I was going to say, if you plug your EV thing, I'll plug my, my Arrow battles so you can see just how wild some of these games are. Oh, I, I, yeah, definitely plug it. I, I definitely want to check that out and see. What was it? Open Great League, I assume? Open Great League. It's his It's his Shadow Walrein, Runa Regis, excuse me, and uh, Tentacruel team. And he goes 10 and 0. And then he has a matchup against King IV where he ties with him, which is just nuts. Ah, uh, okay. All right, Arrow. Yeah, it's pretty Let's cool. See. Let's see how it is. Um, <laughs> speaking of 10 and 0s, too, I try to make a bet with one of my friends uh, to like, she has, um she does apparently like a Dugon impression. And oh my god, I saw that one. Yeah. I posted a video right where, where I had to go five and zero, and I, I messed up. I literally could have got the five and zero. I I choked the ends right. I just swapped in Drapion, did nothing. I you know, funny enough, I the one battle I lost it was against a Bastion. My even no. my Bastion teams are notoriously weak to Bastion. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. anyway, it was it was a Bastion Shadow Vic and Shadow Gramble team. So a little a little rough, but um. But so I was like, hey, let me get a, and that's, that's on my YouTube channel if you don't know what I'm talking about. But let me get a chance at redemption here. What if I go 10 and 0, right? Will you do a 10 and 0, which is pretty tough. But I also, I said on top of that, if I mess up the 10 and 0, which is very likely to happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially one try, like, that's like super hard. Uh, can I reset? So let's say I lose on like battle number six. Can I just start the next 10 and 0 attempt right after that? And I'll just I just have as many attempts as I have battles for that day. And if I run out of battles, then that's it. And she's like, "No, like you could do ten and O's, like easy." I was like, "No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Come on now." And then <laughs> everyone on Twitter's trolling this girl, right? And she's like, "She's like, Caleb said ten and O's hard. Like, do you do you believe that?" And everyone's like, "Nah, man. Like Tommy Love TV's like, I got on like a hundred nineteen win streak before, or like Caleb's best win streak's twenty six. Like, no big deal, or whatever. Like anyone can hit ten and O. I'm just like, dude, everyone's <laughs> trolling you. Like, it's not it's not that easy. And I think she actually believes it, which is tough because like." Because I'm now I see like I'm trying to bamboozle her, even though like the entire world is instead. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I haven't, I've had 10 and 0 maybe once this season, but that's just like early GBO, like first ranks, like one through 10 or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My, my longest streak, I think of all time, is just 11. I don't know what season it was, but it's like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's super it's hard easy. in a blind format. It's not easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And people are good too. People are good these days. Maybe like when GBL first dropped, and like ninety percent of the people that played it didn't even know what PvP was. <laughs> like, like that was much easier. But even I struggled that that season too. I'm pretty sure I lost in my first set. <laughs> like, like against. Oh, yeah. uh, I remember it was against a Shundo Medicham actually. 
because um, back then there wasn't XLs, and the person that beat me was using a, a shiny hundo metacham, which is kind of crazy, but they definitely knew what they're doing. Um, yeah, what a flex. Yeah, what a flex indeed. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got some events coming up. Um, yeah, these are kind of eh, I don't know how I feel about it. So we got Clefairy Commotion. Uh, I do like the alliteration. There's just a bunch of Clefairy spawning in the wild from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Nice. And yeah, I don't really, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, you could get XLs for, I guess, for Clefable, and they could be shiny. But it's been shiny for a while, and a lot of people, if they want to, can make an XL already. Here's the thing with XL Clefable for Ultra League. It's not that much better than Sylveon. In fact, Sylveon might be better uh, in many situations because there's just a shorter, um, mm -hmm. uh, lower NG charge move as well with Psyshock. And yeah, I don't know. Sylveon's just pretty good. And it's way cheaper to make a Sylveon, so why make the Clefable, right? I think I, I remember people were roasting Jonathan Kelly once in ADL for drafting a Clefable over a Sylveon. They're like, why did you choose a more expensive and worse Sylveon? <laughs> like a worse <laughs> Like what was the what was the point of that? So yeah. I don't know about this one. It's September 10th, though, this upcoming Saturday, uh, which is tomorrow. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I have two thoughts. Uh, the first one is that when I think of Clefable, it makes me think of the 6-4 Ninjas Ultra League team from seasons past. I think mm -hmm. it was like Clefable, Kingdra, and one other Pokemon. Um, Snorlax, was, maybe? I he loves right. Shadow I, Snorlax. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Shadow Snorlax. That, that would make a lot of sense based on the on the comp. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. you're right. Uh, but it just made me you know, think back to previous seasons and when these Pokemon are really strong. And like you said, Clefairy's been out for a while. Uh, Clefable's got decent moves, right? It's got Charm. It's got Meteor Mash. It's got Psychic. Um, that's probably the preferred set. But the, the, the second idea or the second note that I wanted to make is that this is a nighttime event. And I don't think we've had these before, unless I'm mistaken. I mean, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., first of all, nice. Uh, secondly... Um, <laughs> <laughs> secondly this is a this is probably a big test phase right i think i think niantic is testing to see if people will actually go out and play this is after work hours way after school hours uh you know coming coming up on like dusk you know yeah. uh, it's hours also on a well. saturday too <laughs> exactly yeah. on a saturday right and um if you think about you know major sporting events you maybe have a couple of nfl games going on maybe you have more games on sundays obviously this is this is an interesting time slot so i think that uh you know if they are gathering player data if they're watching how people play uh, if this goes well we could get some more nighttime events so if you want to do nighttime events in general i think it's a good idea to try to play just to show up and like raise your hand and say i approve of this i want more events that aren't 11 to 2 that aren't 2 to 5 you know all all office hours <laughs> you know you actually want some uh, outside of working hours events uh yeah it's it's interesting especially because we just talked about the uh, rock and roller community day with the 5 to 10 p.m you know rates and stuff so again really trying out the, the evening stuff i don't know it's tough because this event isn't like spectacular which i i know maybe that's taboo to say because we are in a psychic spectacular event but this mm -hmm. one doesn't feel very spectacular in my opinion so i don't know if they're gonna get the data they're looking for if they're hoping to gather anything because if if let's say from 6 p.m to 9 p.m it was uh what's something rare that's spawning um what's that thing called uh como o's pre-evolution 
Oh, uh, Jangmo O. Jangmo O. Yeah, if they had Jangmo O spawning from six to nine p.m. Oh, oh man, I'm canceling everything, man. If this is like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to go to this party, Caleb? I'm like, no, dude. I gotta get some Jangmo O's, you know? Uh, or the, <laughs> I think it's just Jangmo's. I don't know if it's Jangmo O's, but anyway, I gotta get some right. Jangmo's tonight. Uh, but um, but I think it's it's a very, eh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. And, and pe- people have said that about Rog and Roller too, like. Uh, if 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 Niantic is comparing data, they'll look at this two to five and they'll say, oh, well, the same number of people played or fewer people played because this two to five slot sucks. And that's not the case, right? It's mm-hmm. like you're comparing apples to oranges if you give us a Pokemon that uh, it's not relevant for raids. It's not relevant for PvP. The shiny's already been out and the move is just not good because the Pokemon can't survive long enough to get to it. It's kind of like uh, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot, right? You, you know, you you put something out and you say, I knew this would fail. But at the same time, it's kind of set up to not do too well. Yeah, you're kind of comparing apples to like fake apples. Like like this, the Clefairies mm-hmm. are fake apples. You can't even eat them, you know? Like they're not, the utility is so low. But um, yeah, you're yeah. right. We'll see. Anyway. Wax, wax apples. <laughs> wax apples, yeah, made of just wax. Um, The day after... Uh, Sunday, September 11th, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., we have a Deoxys raid date. This one might be more interesting, um, a little more spectacular, if if I could say that, the mythical Pokemon Deoxys with all different forms. All of them can be shiny. None of them can be traded because they're mythical, so there's a reason to raid them because you can't just mm-hmm. trade for one, right, if you're a shiny collector. Uh, and all of the XLs for, uh, for all the raids add into XLs in general. It's not like there's XL speed deoxys right it's all deoxys xls which is really nice because deoxys defense is definitely a heavy xl book one you need for ultra league and always a good good one to use it's very strong it's very bulky mm-hmm. uh, might be a little less relevant with the wall ray nerf but it's still pretty solid um some people already have one made but i'm still going to just do some raids because if i get a good shiny deoxys defense i don't know if i'm gonna make a second one but it'd be nice to have the option too right if i if it mm-hmm. comes to it um, and you can earn up to five additional daily raid pass by spinning, so that's kind of cool. And increased chance of encountering shiny Deoxys. That's actually an interesting one. So mm. they have higher shiny rates this this Saturday? If that's true, yeah. that's, kind of, that's kind of interesting. Not going to lie. That's kind of interesting. So... Yeah. For me, yeah. personally, so I already have my level 50 defense form deoxys for ultra league because when it was in rotation last time i rated it pretty hard i was playing ultra league factions at the time and i was just thinking this is a pokemon i really you know need in my toolkit because it wasn't restricted and it's actually really powerful as a counter user and uh i think other people might find utility in it there as well i noticed a lot of ultra league teams uh maybe two seasons ago maybe during the interlude season a lot of ultra league teams did heavily feature deoxys because it's such Mm -hmm. a bulky pokemon like you were saying um so for me personally i've already gotten what I want out of the raids so for me i'll probably just do a few i think the the in-person rare xl candy chance is also another reason to play this event because even if you just do those five free raids you get some rare xls you can use those on other pokemon uh for me i'm really looking forward to eveltal coming out at the end of the month with the shiny form but this is kind of like a cool holdover for people that maybe don't have defense form deoxys because caleb i don't know if this happens to you but sometimes people do come into my stream chat and they say deoxys looks so strong how do i get one and I tell them, well, you can't trade for it. <laughs> so if anyone that you know has it, you can't get it from them. And you can only get it from raids. And uh, it's hard to get good IVs. And they're like, oh, well, I don't feel like I, I can get it then. So this is a good chance for PvPers to get one finally. Yes, definitely. And, you know, and you could, uh, as long for the duration of this event, you could still raid them as well, too. So 
you don't have to wait until Sunday, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. to get them. But uh, mm -hmm. increased shiny chance, so why not? Save some of your passes for if you can. So that would be an interesting one. I'll definitely play, at least do my free passes. We'll see if I do anything uh, more or not related to that. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up the Psychic event for the most part. Um, obviously, we have Mega uh, Alakazam, too, that I need to do some raids on because... It's good to have another potential mega. I don't want to be in a low punny situation like last time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I know our, our co-caster Defy reached out to you, right? Yes, yes. I I have to respond to her, but yes, she she also is in the low punny boats. So, um, mm -hmm. so we gotta we we're all looking forward to that mega low punny. I mean, it's just so nice because it's one. It's the only one that's a fighting mega at the moment too, right? So yes, that was, until we get mega Metacham um but yeah that's pretty much that i mean go battle league season 12 is still on its way uh psychic cup is actually i don't know what your thoughts are on it but i'm actually kind of having fun with it i played it yesterday because it just started yesterday and it's actually a lot better than i thought i thought it was gonna be just like another fighting cup thing but it actually yeah. is kind of fun yeah I, I think the meta is still pretty condensed um yes it, it is it, yeah yeah, it's it's kind of tough, right? You look you look for Pokemon that break uh, cores or very strong pairs, and it's kind of hard to find results. So if you want to play in a limited meta, not dissimilar from from something like Master League, I think this is pretty good to learn it. Uh, and if you have a few of these core pieces, you can actually play. What I've really liked about Psychic Cup is seeing Pokemon with movesets they don't typically use. For example, yeah, seeing Victini... Really psychic moves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, seeing Victini with Quick Attack instead of Confusion. Seeing Bronzong with Faint Attack instead of Confusion. Uh, mm -hmm. Seeing Deoxys running Thunderbolt, Rock Slide. Like, some of these movesets are actually pretty fun. And the counts are tough, too. Like, it, it's hard to know if this, uh, for example, if this Malamar has double foul play or does it have foul play and then it's one away from a hyper beam it's really hard to know uh sometimes if, how much energy your opponent has it's been really fun dude i've been trying shadow metagross in my oh battles. i ran into one yesterday yeah it is kind of it is a little annoying it, not going to lie oh yeah, yeah. Uh, bullet punch hits hard and, and it does lose cmp to victini that's the only thing i've lost cmp to so or, excuse me and raichu that's crazy yeah. I was surprised Victini. Raichu, I'm not super surprised by, but Victini, I thought like the stats were like pretty across the board, like Mew and and Jirachi and stuff. But yeah, uh, let me let me just double check and confirm. Victini, no, really excuse me, rate. I was wrong. I was wrong. It's just Raichu. I'm losing okay, okay, okay. too. Oh, no, I was I was gonna say I was like, you must have a yeah, really good right <laughs> Shadow Metagross. Um, <laughs> speaking of Shadow Metagross, I know Butters has a Shadow Metagross too. I saw him trying using that in Open Great League back when we were in London. And, Dude, um, he's so nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, there's there's a reason why he never posted about that one on Twitter because it, it didn't go so well for him. <laughs> um, he, he had to show poison fangs <laughs> against the Nidal Queen eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Shadow, Shadow Metagross is a good one. Uh, I won't spoil my team just yet, but I will say this. I'm running a Galarian Slowking. Not Slowbro, no. Slowking. Here's the moveset. You got Hex. You got Shadow Ball, you got Sludge Wave. It's actually really nice as a safe swap too, because Hex is pretty fast on the energy generation, and um, Shadow Ball hits pretty much everything in this meta for at least neutral or super effective, with the exception of uh, probably a Ranguru. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I might be missing one other normal type or something like that, but that's pretty much it. Um, and then the Sludge Wave is pretty good for neutral because Shadow Ball is also neutral against Malmar, but without Stab, um, and Malmar could tank like one of them pretty easily but the sludge wave actually hits 
Malamar pretty hard too, to the point where you can hex it down afterwards. So um, it's a fun one. And it's that poison typing, it resists fairy. So you're, you know, you're resisting the fairy wind from Galarian Rapidash, which is everywhere, and yeah. Charmers, Gardevoir. So that's also really nice too. Um, so yeah, yeah, Slow King. Who would have thought? Galarian Slow King. Yeah. But I went outside and caught like a bunch of psychic Pokemon yesterday, which is luckily you need only psychic Pokemon. Not, uh, poison is what you need for Galarian um, Slow Bro. Slow Bro. Yeah, but yeah. Slow King, you just need psychics, which are spawning everywhere during this event, which is perfect. Well, well, again, when the meta ducks, uh, Caleb Ping dives, right? Because we see no psychic moves. We see no confusion, no psychic, no no side beam, none of that. And he's like, all right, I'm going to run a poison type. It's like, <laughs> I know it's poison psychic, right? It's like a sub poison. But at the same time, you're taking neutral from confusion. And in a psychic meta, you would think that's bad news bears. But you again, you find a way. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a... Uh... It's a fun meta, I gotta say. Mm -hmm. I did try to make Metacham work for a while. I was using Metacham and Hypno and Cresselia. I'm like, I'm gonna pick like three really bulky types. Maybe they're not mm -hmm. the best of the meta, but they can just outbulk things. And let me tell you, that was a terrible decision. Metacham is awful <laughs> in this meta. It's it's not good. I don't know why Toshi's posting about how Metacham is really good, but I'm not Dude, even he saying loves it. He loves it. And you know what? I'm not even saying anything about it because you do you, Toshi. You promote that. And you know what's even better? If you do you, is other people do your strategy as well and also bring the meta champ because that just makes my team even better. I mean, you got like everything beats meta champ, right? Everything has play against it. Like, yeah, it's good against. He's like, every team has a Malmar and Bronze on. I'm like, well, mine doesn't. So I'm, I'm loving all the meta champs if I run into yeah. any. I actually haven't seen any, unfortunately. That's the, but um, that's the unfortunate part. Um, I tried mm -hmm. it myself too, and I just, I was not, I was like negative. He was talking about how you went like 16 and 9 with it or something. I was like, that's not bad, but. Yeah, I went, a lot, I went a lot better record than that without MetaJam. So, yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, I've tried it as a safe swap uh, because, you know, again, you don't have a lot of, uh, you don't. I think you have barely any flying type Pokemon, and then uh, if you're not expecting a lot of psychic moves, I mean, it just kind of does neutral damage, but it doesn't really punish anything. I've been running it with Ice yeah. Punch, Dynamic Punch, and sure, you can like take a big chunk out of the Malamar, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's kind of like subpar. Yeah, uh, did you get counter swapped on by Shadow Gardevoirs or anything when you swapped it or no? So I was leading Shadow Metagross and my my idea was to safe swap the Medi to pull out any kind of Charmer or uh -huh. Galarian Rapidash and it down. did work. Yeah, yeah, and farm it down. It did work a couple of times. But the thing is, Metacham is so bulky that by the time the Gardevoir gets its six or eight charms, uh, oh. it's hard to farm it down, right? Yeah, then you, you get shield. Ball. Yeah. You what's, shield. what's your third Pokemon? I was running uh, Malamar as my third. So uh, it's like a double okay. charm weakness in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Unless, I don't uh, I don't know if I've seen a lot of double fairy comps with like Galarian Rapidash and God of War, but that would probably oh, be like dude, the I... biggest weakness there if you do run into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's hard counter city. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, well, you know, for those Medcham lovers, hey, I, I salute you. You know, keep it up. <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then there's still more Great League for people that love Great League, which is fine. I, I do like that it's two week. I still wish everything was two weeks, in my opinion, but maybe sure. that's just me. Um, it's a little easier as a content creator, too, in my opinion, but yeah, because then your stuff is relevant, right? I think mm -hmm. otherwise, yes. you're just kind of like rushing to make something. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly right. Like, yeah, like even for those that like make a video right on day one of a meta, 
even for one, like even for them, one week metas are still not as great because that video is relevant for only a week rather than two weeks, right? Even if they dropped on day one. So mm. anyway, that's content creator problems, I guess. But um, but that's just my personal take too. I think also like some some metas are pretty fun. Like Little Jungle Cup was fun, and I wish I could have played it more. But it was it was mm. over. It was over, and I didn't I didn't play every single set either uh, for the week, but. It is what it is. Um, have you have you tried your um, Shadow Draftrick yet? I did uh, in Open Great League to to mix results. I have not tried it in Psychic, but I did see it's ranked pretty high, so I might build a team around it. Oh, okay. How did it go in Open Great League? Uh, it's it's kind of hit or miss, right? You're 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 not the bulkiest Pokemon, and you're normal subtyping. So even when you're up against like a Metacham or something it's it, you take a lot of counter damage double kick is a three turn move it's a little bit slow uh but sometimes people didn't expect it uh like you can get to psychic fang pretty quickly some people didn't expect the double psychic fangs from time to time but then again it was just okay uh it wasn't as dominant as i as i was hoping but i knew it was a meme going into it so i had to temper <laughs> my expectations uh, i might give it a shot once i get my frustration tm'd off of mine but uh, we'll see. Maybe it'll be good in some 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 smaller meta too. Wait, actually, it's um it's normal psychic, right? Yeah, it, it's vi- so it's, gonna, it's viable. It's going to resist ghosts. Um, it's going to resist ghosts. It's one of the few things that re- resist ghosts on top of the Ranguru. So that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at the matchups actually, and believe it or not, it's number one win on PV Poke with a ranking of eight hundred seventy two. A dominant shut down, close them out, drag them <laughs> out matchup is Galarian Slow King. Guess what? No way, really. Uh, Yes, I'm going to queue into you, and I'm just going to stomp. With, Wait, like, how? You're using double kick? So that's res- that's like double resisted on... what? What? Wait, what charge moves are you running? Oh, oh, Psychic it's actually It's actually running Tackle Thunderbolt. Oh, yes. Yeah, Tackle got a buff, too, and, you know, um, <laughs> stab. Oh, okay. yeah. Drag him out straight. Straight oh, yeah. Psychic Fangs. My Hex are resisted, and, like... I mean, yeah. even if I bait with a shadow ball and get a shield, like it's going to take me a century to get to the sludge wave afterward. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that one you can yeah. you can leave on. You can you can not promote I, us much. I, I need I need my Glenn Slow King to be to be the tech to carry me through. Okay, just 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 cut this part of the podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> hey Caleb, why did you release the the episode 65 a whole week, two weeks late? I'm like, "Oh, yeah, listen to it and then you'll find out." <laughs> right, right. Uh, nobody's messaged me about traffic with tackle. What's going on here? No, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But um yeah, so it's it's interesting. I'm glad we're both liking the psychic cup to a degree. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I think did a good one on that one. Um have you played Unite yet, the new map? I just played it last night for the first time. For Ranked. I played like Standard like last weekend, but for the first time I played Ranked. And I will say, one of your favorite Pokemon is actually really good in this one. But let me oh, hear your nice. thoughts first. Yeah, so I played a few games. I probably played uh, five or six games of the new map so far. I think it's really, really interesting. Um, what we saw in on, uh, on Aos Island, the previous map, was just a lot of... Uh, it, it kind of... The game almost felt like it came down to a coin flip, kind of no matter how well you performed. I mean, you had to perform really, really well during the early and mid game in order to not make Zapdos matter. And that was kind of rare. If you played against a competent team, it was really tough to kind of get out that far ahead. So even if they got Zapdos, you could still win. That was a very rare occurrence to me. But I feel like in this map, 
the XP share is just so much wider. There's so many other places to farm and the, the spawn rotations are a lot more frequent. So you can go actually mid and farm a bunch of Swablus and get a bunch of energy together. And then there, the Rayquaza is not exactly uh, a Zapdos equivalent. And uh, I know you're probably going to talk about a lot of the same topics, but seeing that people went to go fight Rotom so often, I think Reggie Lecky at the top is actually a really cool improvement and a cool adjustment uh, that the Unite uh, developers have kind of taken from player tendencies, feedback, all that kind of stuff. Reggie Lecky is like a pretty cool feature. And the most interesting part to me, honestly, are the Reggies at the bottom of the map where Dreadnought used to be. Because three different Regis, they all have different attributes. So if you take down the Reggie Steel, for example, your team's attack increases. Uh, the Regis and the Reggie Rock have different uh, buffs as well. So yes, you want those buffs, but depending on your team composition, you might not need those buffs to go and win a lot of matches. Mm -hmm. um, but to be honest, uh, like you, Caleb, I haven't played a whole lot of games on it, but I do think it's a lot more flexible. Uh, I just came into playing Buzzwool, and I thought Buzzwool was pretty cool, and I actually purchased the license, and then I, did, I watched a Spragle's tier list and he put buzzwool down at the very very bottom as the worst <laughs> pokemon to play so a little bit deflating but who knows maybe it gets buffed soon hey you know maybe uh yeah you can um you can uh make it work somehow um but uh yeah i mean you know everyone everyone has their their own preferences i know this one guy his name's nintendo and not nintendo nintendo and he only hmm. plays Garchomp. Like he's like, I think he's the highest ranked Garchomp player oh, in the Chomp world. Garchomp is good, right? Um, yeah. Well, he's the he's the highest like Garchomp. It's okay. It's like it's it's had its highs and lows. It's probably like still like mid tier at the moment. But this guy mm -hmm. is like knows Garchomp inside and out. Like when you play against his Garchomp, it feels like S tier. Because I played against him a couple of times. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a Garchomp dude again. And like he just like he he knows like <laughs> exactly how to like like you know maneuver around the map and stuff and like make it look like it's like the strongest Pokemon ever. So um but I will say Garchomp is actually particularly good in this map. Buzzwall, uh I can see why it's not as good in this current patch. And here's the thing, here's the Pokemon that is really good that I played a lot last night. Charizard. And really? I wasn't even jungling Charizard. I played Charizard in the top lane. And here's why. the There's so much more farm on the map, so it's so easy to scale in levels compared to before. And because of that, um, uh, every, like a lot of Pokemon like that need a lot of experience, like Charizard or like Blastoise and stuff like that, um, are much better now because they could get the farm they need. I was a top lane charger and I was still hitting 14 and level 15 before like the mid fight, the Rayquaza fight and stuff. Um, because, wow. and, and we didn't, we don't have Dreadnought anymore, right? So was, you're not even getting XP from that. It's just that there's just so much more farm on the map so you can level up very quickly and then you just get attack, attack weight stats too. So you do a lot of damage. Um, the strategy that me and my teammates uh, came up with was uh, we have a Glaceon in the jungle. So they get the first two rotation of jungle because Glaceon just like levels up so quickly and has really high utility. After the first two jungle rotations, I take over the jungle afterward and I get all my farm, right? And it's oh, like nice. Because Glaceon's already useful once it hits like level six, whoever. Um, and it only needs level eight for its unite. So um, so give that a shot if you're interested. Charizard is pretty fun. Um, and okay. Charizard is always solid, I think, especially when you're in that unite form, right? Like it's just, you're pretty unstoppable for a short time period. Um, mm. 
You had a Charizard and we had a Blissey pocketing me too. So that was nice because it's very hard to kill Charizard. And then, you know, on top of that, with the Blissey Knight, it's pretty nice. Yeah. You're like unkillable. Are, are you running Flamethrower Fire Blast or are you running Fire Punch or something else? Um, I am running Flamethrower Fire Blast. Yeah. Yeah. The old moveset okay. still, still the best one. Um, uh, yeah. Nice. But anyway, uh, so. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Nightwing's been dragging his feet a little bit on this, um, on this, on this potential unite tournament. Yeah, yeah, this unite tournament thing. Um, but I'll hit him up again and see because I just want, I just want a little five five draft format. You know, it'd be, it'd be, it could be, it could be the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I heard mime is pretty busted, and I saw it firsthand. It is not a good time playing against mime I yeah it, it's supposed to be like the best pokemon right, right now right it's crazy uh, like i came a solo it with charizard <laughs> yeah i think it's um i mean mime has so much play i think i think the tethering makes it such a good teammate right it's a great support and then also uh just the barriers the barriers are really tricky because it's already hard to move around this map because it's uh -huh. so big uh -huh. and it feels like you really need to be efficient with your movement it's way bigger than the original map so if you get held up if you get stalled out and you can't make it to a team fight or if your uh, opposing mime like blocks you out of a team fight for whatever reason it can be really tough to get back into it so i understand why mime is so good and honestly mime was a meme for so long uh in the original map so it's kind of cool that it's getting some shine now yeah yeah it, mine mine had like its moments in the past but never like this so mm -hmm. it's pretty strong it's so strong that they already nerfed it once after its release uh after it's yeah. buffed, and it's only been like a week so uh, that's how overtuned it got but i mean there's always gonna be some pokemon that's super strong so there's that um but yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes um race to masters race to masters bet <laughs> Dude, that'd be fun. Um, I haven't played I'm, as much, but I don't I'm, I'm, at, I'm at veteran one. Or I'm at veteran like whatever the starting point for the season is. I'm there. Like I don't even have any diamonds because I won two games. I lost two games. So I'm like back at square zero. Or I know I lost three games. So I'm back at square zero. So okay. So it's a even. It's an even race. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. The thing is, I know you have a really nice stack, and uh, you're also a really good uh, unite player. So. I don't know if I want to touch this bet yet. Uh, let's let's wait on it maybe a couple weeks and see where we are. A couple weeks? I'm going to be, I'm yeah, going to be master yeah. in a couple weeks. There's no That's what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know me. I only like to make bets. I, I know I could win, but here. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. Well, 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 well. Maybe maybe I'll ask you next week when you're when you feel more confident, you know. Yeah, maybe I'll play some games. Right, if we're still around the same ranking next week, maybe uh, maybe we can. Okay. Cast a bet. Okay, we shall we shall re revisit that then. Um, anyway, we got some tea for you all. Uh, this one's actually very personally related, I guess. Um, but I think it's a good one, so it's worth um talking about too. So, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I'm just checking my like Twitter, and there's just there's a there's a lot. A firestorm. Um, <laughs> not, I want to say a firestorm but there is i don't know i I'm, I'm gonna catch up on the ones i missed i guess um okay. but anyway this all started really oh wait oh interesting uh we're getting live updates well we are yeah so the person that originally like 
the person that originally like wrote this message is now writing on my Twitter too. Um, oh, so so what's the what's the original message? So we can give yeah, everyone so the, some context. The original message um, is um, a person named. Well, I won't say their name. I mean, you can look at my yeah. look at my thing if you want. It's, it's not like really anonymous or anything. Um, it's it's just a cat photo. But um, so they posted on my most recent video um, and saying tagging your Twitter posts with girls that PvP constantly comes across as super disingenuous and is the main reason I don't watch your content. Let girls that PvP use their own hashtag instead of using the hashtags traffic for the benefit of your own channel. And before you reply with the same tired line uh, about supporting women by using their hashtag. Just stop. You're being so fake. It hurts. So, ooh, yeah, anyway, coming out swinging. Coming yeah. out swinging too. So, um, you could tell biggest fan of mine. Um, so I responded. I was like, you know, I actually use the hashtag because the founder, um, and my friend Cochino Mom, uh, of the Girls at PP hashtag, um, and the movement encourage everyone, including men, to use it. Uh, back during its inception, back in I think it was 2020 when she came up with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, because it is used, uh, I, sorry, that wasn't exactly what I said. I was just adding that part. Um, but because, uh, continuing what I said, because it is used as a sign of solidarity and a welcoming space for girls and women in the space, but I appreciate you bringing this up because I do think it's an important point and have to discuss more if you like. So I took a screenshot and I posted it. And I was like, you know what? This is an interesting point and one that I've talked about in the past. Um, but I would like to hear people's opinions on it, specifically, specifically girls and women, um, because... You know, it is a hashtag that doesn't align with like any personal identity of mine besides the PvP part, mm-hmm. but not the girls part, right? Uh, or women part. Um, and, you know, things can change over time is what I'm saying, including my own personal usage of it. Because at the time when it was created, uh, maybe it was more, inc- it was definitely encouraged by Coach and Mom and many other women who started the movement to use it widely because it's almost like, like, hey, look, like, I stand with uh, girls and women that PvP and, you know, I'm flagging my content for that because it's a welcoming space. Because a lot of people just use hashtag battlers back then, which is like mm-hmm. predominantly like, oh, an overarching thing. But the space, it, it was pretty male dominant and it still is, right? In, in like most gaming spaces. Sure. Um, so, and, and so I, I remember thinking, I remember, I think I even asked Cochino Mom, um, I was like, should I use this, right? Like, it, it, like should I? Because I felt like weird using it at first. Cause I'm like, I don't identify as it. She's like, no. Like, I I actually highly encourage it, and a lot of other women the movement do as well. And this is back in 2020, but also over the years too. She said this, um, because you know it is a sign of solidarity, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you like personally identify with it or not. It's a sign of solidarity. I guess a similar analogy and i don't want to make like i just not like i'm not comparing like apples to apples here or anything so like you know take it with a grain of salt but it's like saying um you don't have to be black to use black lives matter the hashtag right mm-hmm. um yeah especially if you're writing a post about you know the topic right because you want to show to people in the community regardless of where their background is that you stand with black black lives matter movement right and so I think that's similar vein of girls at PP. Now, to be fair to the person writing this, right? It's not like every single one of them, I just I just got in the habit of saying hashtag battlers and hashtag girls at PP on my content mm-hmm. to show the solidarity over the past two and a half plus years of me making content and since the movement's been around. But to be fair, and some people have pointed out, like not all my videos 
and the majority probably the majority of my videos don't like actually feature like girls or women that are battling right it's just mm -hmm. so so it it's like i guess i could totally understand why it may come off as disingenuous because it's not like like if i just do black lives matter on every single tweet <laughs> that's yeah you know it it, it, it is kind of weird right if it's not like if there's not like a black like content creator or you know battler or something like related to the post right yeah um so i did see uh some context a lot of people um a, a lot of people like comment on it and etc and you know there are some people that shared opinions um uh one person uh lauren lolly which uh or lauren Bertoni, she has different names, I guess, on, on yeah. Twitter. Um, like Smart Pro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, does, did give some interesting feedback um, related to um, just like pretty much what I said, like tagging your own content with no reference to female battlers doesn't seem to achieve as much, um, which um, a lot of people did agree with, which I, I completely get. And I think that is a very valid point. Um, I think there were, there were a lot of people, including Coaching and Mom, that was like, like, you know, I encourage people to still use the hashtag uh just like people use you know hashtag battlers and it's more so um it's about the possibility of reaching people because uh new female battlers are looking for support community for those that like female battlers are already a part of the community they don't need this right because they're like whatever like like i i know plenty of resources for me and i know there's a girls app server and all that stuff and i have i feel connected and stuff i feel like i already belong in the space but coaching moms make pretty much make the argument that like not everyone feels that way yet because they may not see this. Um, not every girls at PP post, you know, just posted by things related to the content may make it out there. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it was a really interesting conversation. Like I said, like I opened Twitter and there's still like 20 plus notifications that I haven't read through yet. So people are still adding on to it. Um, it's weird because I think I already know what I'm going to do moving forward. Because uh, I think it was an interesting topic um, to point discussion. Uh, I think the most important thing is no one can speak for others, right? Like, like just because uh, as a man or as a woman, right? Well, especially let's let's say this, right? Uh, a woman giving me feedback on this cannot speak for all other women on how they approach it, right? Because there's a lot of women that say like, yeah, you shouldn't use this, but there are also some women that say, no, I actually like it when you use this, right? Or I think you yeah, should continue yeah. using it. So uh, it's like I'm like, it's you can't. It's like it's like a weird situation because like I, I don't think I could get a pass to usage because one woman said I could, but at the same time too, it's weird because some women say I can't as well. And does that override what the women that said I could doing it? Yeah. Say? So yeah. yeah so uh, sorry, I'll, I'll just no, jump no, in no, here for just ahead, a second. Ahead, yeah. I think there are three different classifications uh, for this kind of use. I think the first classification is uh, if this is your truth, right? If you are a, a female or if you identify as a female and you use this hashtag to um, to signal to other people that this is what you stand for, this is what you support, and this is the kind of uh, community you're trying to build and the people you're trying to reach, then that's one facet of it, right? I think that's the most direct form. If Kachina Mom uses it, if... Uh, Awesome Blossom uses it. I, I think those are like direct representations. Uh, the second categorization is as an ally, right? Like you said earlier, uh, uh, you know, not getting like too political, but if you stand up for something like Black Lives Matter or Pineapple Pizza, if you use that hashtag, right, 
it doesn't mean that you are discarding everyone else. It's not reductionist. It just means that you are an ally of that movement. And I think that you are, you're a supporter, right? And it can be more appropriate during certain times. Maybe there's like a, a call to action to support women or a, a minority group or a certain cause. Maybe there's a call to action that month or during that period, or maybe that, that battler that you're featuring is uh, representative, representative of that community, right? So there's either it's your truth or you're an ally, but the third category, which I think is what people have a problem with, is when people use it to farm interactions mm-hmm. and content and they don't genuinely believe in it or support it and they're just kind of tossing it on there just to kind of get the eyeballs of the people that actually identify with the movement. And I think that is the ugly one. I think that's the one that people don't really agree with because Again, if you're not an ally truly, and if you're not living it as your truth, I think it's really tough uh, to just kind of throw it out there and be like, yeah, hashtag battlers, hashtag girls at PVP, but you're not giving anything to the movement. You're just kind of taking eyeballs away from it. Would you agree with that? I do. I do agree with that. And I think to be fair to anyone that's, um, whoa, okay, this is kind of weird, but anyway, uh, I, 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 I don't know if I'll mention this part. I just got some weird stuff on Twitter. Um, okay, but, um, well, I, I like to I like to tweet this at cancel Caleb. So if you saw that notification, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was me. Yeah, just, just sorry about cancellation. <laughs> um, but um, I, I I agree with you. I think you you bring up really great points. And I think to be fair to those that are very critical of my usage as well, they may not know like how like like they may not know the history of the usage of the hashtag when it was encouraged for everyone to use it, and also like maybe like my more vocal support of girls and women that PP and stuff in the past. Right. So tacking it on to like random, like EV videos is like, what, like this guy, what does this guy mean? Right. Like he, he doesn't really stand mm-hmm. for the movement or whatever. Right. And, but to be, and honestly, to be fair to them, like maybe that isn't a great usage of the hashtag anyway, even if I did stand for all these um, for the movement and supported women too. Right. Maybe I should still only use it for when women are still directly involved rather than even if I was, given the past or encouraged to use it by women even on content that doesn't specifically highlight girls and women that pp um mm. so yeah so that's interesting um the thing that threw me off just now so the person that that originally commented on my youtube thing finally uh you know mentioned it um or finally, finally wrote to my wrote on my post as well and it's interesting because again like they're, they're they pretty much hold the same stance right as they they did on my youtube thing so it's not a big deal but they also liked they also liked a post that I also think is interesting. This is a post by um for the battles too. Um and so she wrote, I don't use it at all because I don't think being differentiated helps me, though I understand the purpose of the words being put together to suggest safety to me. It always has just made me feel like my gender was being unnecessarily pointed out. Um, mm-hmm. which is fair and I think, you know, that's her lived experience as well. But the person that was very critical about me also liked that post which I feel like is also counterintuitive to what they're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I think I, they're being, critical and they want the post to be used, but maybe, maybe the person just doesn't like the hashtag in general. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm focusing too much on this one person that comment on my, no, YouTube, no, it's okay. I, I mean, they me started, <laughs> they started the, they started the conversation, right? And I think it's, it's definitely an important one to have. And I, I actually agree. I, I don't know that, I don't want people to feel like they're boxed in, right, by their gender, by their orientation, by their belief, by whatever they support, because then we just start to divide each other up. So I, it's tough, right, because you want to support things, but 
uh, going back to my earlier point, this doesn't have to be reductionist, right? It's not, it's not, I take this slice of the cake and that means you can't have any as well. It's just not the same thing. You can, you can have both things. You can actually support girls and also support PVP in general. It's not one or the other, right? You're not making a a decision here. Um, But I just want to point out a, a lot of people listening to this, maybe, they do have strong feelings about this. Maybe uh-huh. they've really like rolled their eyes already. They're like, oh my God, two men are talking about this movement. Like, how do they know anything? You know, what are they, what are they even, you know, they don't have any right to, to be discussing it. And I, I also understand that, that perspective as well. And sure, maybe, you know, we shouldn't be talking about it. But then again, it does affect us and your experience. Uh, I know you've had other experiences with uh, female battlers, girls at PVP, not only Kachina Mom, but you've seen firsthand as your teammate, a lot of things that she's gone through as a female mm-hmm. battler. And it's yeah. really rough, man. And then for example, just to compare, right? Like we opened the podcast by talking about how I did not get legend. And Honestly, I've known some female battlers that have gotten legend and they've done it on their own merit. And people will comment openly in public and ask them things like, did your boyfriend play your account? Which which guy did you pay to get you to legend? Who coached you? Yeah. Right. It, like that, like that achievement isn't theirs. Like it doesn't belong to them. And that's just the most you know, monstrous thing to try to like take something from someone who's not only pushing against the grain in a male dominated game, but also achieving great things. And then they just immediately get undercut. And then you look at my situation. I'm not getting memed. I'm not getting blown up. People aren't making fun of me. Is it because I'm a man? Is it because I have prior experience? I mean, some girl battlers that I've known have gotten legend multiple times and they still, they still get attacked. When they get legend, yeah. like, oh yeah, well this time, you know, it must be different, right? It can't be legitimate. I mean, going through uh, what Kachina Mom has gone through, I definitely understand that people uh, want to come together and support each other because maybe they feel like they're getting torn down and no one else is there to back them up. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. And, uh, man, I have so many thoughts on this too. Or, or I was supposed to wrap this up a while ago, but it's fine. I told everyone I was going to be late to my stream. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine because I think it's a really important and interesting topic. Two things. One, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, you bring up a lot of great points. You know, one, another example of this is uh, Coach Mom's my teammate on Cool Cats, but my other teammate, uh, Cindy, or Greenish Backwards, she mm-hmm. won the Vancouver Regionals. And you know, like the crazy part is, and she won that on her own merit. And the crazy part is people were like downplaying that. Be like, oh, you must have had like King coach you or you must have done all the stream, which is her you know, oh, husband yeah. and stuff. And like he's a really great bad. Like, oh, you know, like you probably couldn't have won without King or stuff like that. Like these really backhanded compliments, right? And one, like, dude, you think it's easy to like win a regionals? Like, come on now. And like she she, she went through the entire like winner's bracket too, right? Um, she mm-hmm. put me like dial-up churn, right? In the grand finals. Like it's not an easy thing to do. Um and like, but, but again, like, do you, like, you don't see people saying that to King be like, oh, you won the Indianapolis regionals because you're married to Cindy, Cindy right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like what? Yeah. Like, cause Cindy's beaten him to legend multiple times and he said it, right? He's like, like, dude, when I scream with her, she beats me the majority of times, right? And she's really good. <laughs> I mean, I, I know cause she's my teammate. I've, I scream with her too. She's really, really good. And, but again, like, that's just like a situation where it's still happening, right? Regardless of. I, I think uh, for the battles in her comment, that's her lived experience, right? So, like, I, I don't want to, like, there, there's no right or wrong there. Like, it's it's her experience, and that is completely right for her to say. I think from my experience, and I can't, I, I'm not a woman, so I can't say that. But mm-hmm. I used to think, like, I didn't like to use the phrase, like, people color. I was like, what? Like, I don't, I was like, I just, I'm just a person, right? Like, don't say I'm a person color or whatever, right? But technically speaking, sure. like, by all classifications, I am. And 
the thing is, no matter how much I want to dissociate from that identity, it's how the world sees me, right? Um, so at least from my personal experience, like you can't just separate that. I think it's um, was who was it? I think it's like Morgan Freeman or something. He was like, he's like, I I don't like, or, or maybe I shouldn't say Morgan Freeman. I don't want to misquote someone, but it's just like people that say like, I don't see color, I don't see like race or whatever. But like, regardless of what you see or don't see, the world doesn't work like that, right? At least not the majority mm-hmm. world. And there are, there are impacts. Yet. Yeah, not yet, mm-hmm. right? And it's just so like that's why like certain movements and stuff still matter i don't want to get too political into all that stuff right but just uh, yeah. yeah i mean i i've i've i'm 31 years old and <laughs> like i have never lived a day in my life where i walked around and was like yeah everyone just sees me as a regular guy right like there's like yeah there's always I, the association of me being asian at least when i'm in united states or other countries when i'm in china that's a very different story because that's just i'm just that, that yeah. actually i am just a regular guy in that situation well, I don't want to. I don't want to misquote him either. But I think I think I know the quote you're referring to. Yeah, I remember basically he says, you, yeah. "Just call me, just call me Mr. Freeman, right? Like, just have my name be my name, and that be it." Yeah. And like, you know, call me Mr. Pang. But at the same time, people see other things in that. Yeah, people do. People do. So, I mean, it is there is that. Um, the other thing I was going to say is. Uh, man, this, maybe this, maybe this is a controversial podcast. I'm not not what I'm about to say, but just <laughs> everything we talked about. But hey, I think it's it's a it's a it's the it's the weekly tea segment. What do you expect? All right, the only thing right. I was gonna say is we actually invited the founder and creator of the Girls at PP hashtag and Girls at PP movement in Discord, Cochino Mom, to the Battle Cats podcast over a year ago, June 6, twenty twenty one. So scroll down and find that podcast if you like to hear more about the history of it too. I know I'm sounding like more aggressive than not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just being passionate here. But, a lot of it aggression was a, coming out of that section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a, it was a great it was a great episode. Uh, one of our most yeah. listened to episodes as well too. And uh, this is obviously before you joined. It was me and Sayanka at time. But she mm-hmm. does provide a lot of history related to the movement. And again, I don't like. I think everyone's feedback and criticism and opinions on my posts are valid. Like no one no one has a invalid opinion on the topic right um i just think it's it is very interesting discourse and obviously knowing the history behind it is very boring maybe if you're a dedicated podcast podcast listener you already know all this stuff but i do think it's interesting and and i was thinking about it too and i think my general verdict here is uh like i said no one speaks for everyone right regardless of what group you're in right everyone has their own things i think i will probably still err on the side of you know what i don't even if I know where I stand on the topic, right? I know like what I've done in the past. I think it is still probably the right thing to use the hashtag less or in, in more specific context and just throwing out everything. I know there's some women, um, you know, like Coach Mom and other women uh, that commented and said, hey, I, I prefer if you like use it on everything. I don't mind or I think it's a good thing. Um, I get mm-hmm. that. But at the same time too, like I also don't want, I don't want some people to take it the wrong way, right? Because... I don't know. It just like at the same time too, like it does feel bad if like someone just like monopolizing a, I'm not saying I'm doing this, but like if, if it did seem like someone's just monopolizing hashtag for like, you know, more traction and stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I actually don't know how often people click on this. I don't think people ever click on the hashtag battlers hashtag either. So I might just stop using hashtags in general. Cause I don't know if uh, at least, at least, uh, at least on my content tweets just for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just my personal take on it too. I it's not really my place to say if other people that don't identify as a woman or a girl can or can't use that. Uh, 
because yeah i mean even like like even if like you're not the founder of that hashtag you could still have a say on it if you're women stuff right so anyway that's just my take too but it is oh man this they're going yeah, at it I know. <laughs> it's a it's an interesting thread i will say that it's an interesting read um like i said i'm not mad or upset or anyone i mean i i asked for the feedback and i got really good discussion from it which is nice um but yeah it's but it's an conversations topic. conversations that that uh make people grow or that change your opinion or that expand your reasoning or you know again change conversations that change your mind on something are never really comfortable Uh it's very rare that they're you know smooth comfortable everyone agrees all the time but i think they're they can be constructive right so like you said on the on the thread they're going at it i just hope uh at the end it's constructive yeah i mean i love feedback too i don't like especially like the career i chose like as a content creator like there's there's really nothing you can really say that's going to like really throw me in for a loop at this point. Like I'm not, if someone like wants to go at, go at it or like rage at me or say a bunch of disparaging things, like it's, I've seen it and it's not a big deal. Like this stuff is like, it's good. It's good feedback too. It's not even like, it's all respectable too. So I, I don't mind. No, I mean, I, I welcome it, which is why I posted it. Um, and I think, like you said, like it is, it is good. Um, to have these discussions and hopefully the hopefully the discussions i haven't read on everything at the moment so hopefully they are still respectful between uh everyone I, at least from what i saw earlier it was which is nice um one thing i did notice when looking up that episode with coaching mom is that none of our episodes are labeled by numbers they're just like titles uh, which is mm-hmm. fine but i think it would be nice if we could say like hey on episode this we did this right because we're saying like oh we're on episode 65 but like it's gonna be hard to find episode sixty-five a year from now, right? Like what exactly like, episode was. So, I think a little project for myself in the upcoming like few days is I'm just gonna go back and label every episode. So, for anyone that sees and I'm like, what the heck? Why is there a bunch of numbers now? Um, that is why. So we can easily reference things. Um, yeah, I think it's a yeah. decision from Zion earlier not to do that, but I think that makes sense in my opinion, unless you you have strong feelings otherwise, Speedy. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I think, uh, like you said, we kind of reference it because that's how we keep track of things. We have a mm-hmm. big Google Drive where there's like episode topics and it's listed out by episode number, right? If we just did it by the title, then everything would get scrambled. It hard be hard to alphabetize. And for, you know, cataloging, referencing, I think the episode numbers is fine. So yeah, apologies if we reference an episode and you've looked to find it and it's been tough. <laughs> yeah, um, like I had to count. There's also yeah. a small, small chance, but it's a possibility that our numbers are off because um, not not since I record with you, but when I was recording, just a little behind the scenes stuff, there might be in times where we plan on recording, but something came up and we couldn't. And I might've never got rid of the agenda. I just made a new agenda. So okay. <laughs> we might actually nice. not be on 65. We might be on 64, 63 or something, but I will, I will make sure things are correct so that we don't miss that magical episode 70, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Lucky, lucky number seven. <laughs> lucky number seven. <laughs> anyway, this was um, it was a good discussion. I don't know if you have any final thoughts on the topic or not, but um, uh, no, I I just want to reiterate again. Um, I think there are three different use cases. I think it doesn't have to be a reductionist tag. Uh, and I think that as long as we have a respectful discussion and people learn from it and it's constructive, I think that's probably the best thing we could ask for. Again, people need to remember. Uh, over 
hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, we, you know, had horse-drawn buggies. And then thousands of years before that, uh, people were living just in small villages. And uh, you know, before that, you know, whatever you want to go back into history, um, it takes time to adjust. And I think with the internet and with access to information, everyone feels like things should move more quickly than they do, but it takes time for people's opinions to change, for them, for their hearts to adjust and for uh, positive growth to happen. And I think we just need to be patient with each other and be constructive whenever we can. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, you know, if you want to add your own uh, points to the thread, have at it. i happy to take more notifications on the thread i, I have been reading through <laughs> everything i just i'll be a little delayed later but it seems like there's good discussion too um it is not it's not like a topic that i like own or solely have control over so everyone has has a if anyone has a thought on it you absolutely can contribute and ask or say whatever but um yeah, it was an interesting comment too that someone just responded. They said, if the founder asks you to do it, nobody else should be gatekeeping, which is an interesting topic, right? Um, I think at the same time, the like Coach Mom's done a lot for the community, but she, uh, and I think she would, I don't want to speak for her, but my guess is she would probably agree with this that even though she came up with the hashtag and the movement and stuff, she doesn't also like own the rights to it, right? Like she's, she would never True. be the kind of person to be like, no, like you can't tell him not to use it because I created it and I gave him permission. Like she would never say that, right? And so I think that is an interesting thought. But again, I'm going to err on the side of caution uh, or or maybe not even caution, but more so like even like respect uh, where it's probably better uh, not to use it uh, like, you know, frequently and randomly. Um, yeah, but that's just my take on your... it, yeah. Yeah, you don't want your use case to be misinterpreted, right? Yes, uh, exactly. Regardless of my intention, right? It, 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 there's, uh, yeah, that's a really important thing. Impact and intention are two different things, right? Or they can mm -hmm. be two different things. Because um, I remember I was reading again, like I, I referenced a couple times, but you know, it's it just it's just interesting point. But like for the battles, Kim mentioned, like yeah, she like she hates seeing it. She said, uh, "What was I don't want to misquote her." I think she said something along lines of, um, "I'm not saying this publicly because she posted publicly, so I don't." Don't feel bad but um she says i know like i know the purpose and its intent and what people mean it's just why are you separating me to make it known i shouldn't be separated uh i i feel slightly resentment every time i see it so that's a whole different topic right and you yeah. know um that I, I don't know how many people <laughs> feel the same way but again everyone's everyone's experiences are different um but yeah so some people some women don't even like seeing it maybe even from other women who knows um but it is what it is everyone has different opinions and um this is good this is a good topic speedy <laughs> i'm glad yeah, you recommended dude, it <laughs> we kind of tossed it out there right uh yeah. because it could be something to discuss but then again obviously we're trying to have a fun podcast or pvp and yeah. maybe some people it's have relevant. turned it off right yeah it's relevant you know we want to talk about the relevant things that are happening in the game yeah. and outside of the game in the community and maybe maybe people have turned off the podcast now because they don't want to hear about this but if you have listened to this point thanks for hearing us out and again everyone everyone loves tea no one's turned this off okay, <laughs> regardless sure. of how regardless of how you feel on it or whether you hate my guts or you support me or whatever like they're like i want to see how this is gonna play i feel like i actually quite have a question for you um because sure. when i because so behind the scenes when we started right before we started recording, I was like, "Speed, what, what do you wait? What's a good what's a tea, right?" I feel like you were a little hesitant to bring this up. Did you think I was going to be like, "Nah, that's like that's like too much heat on me," or were you like, "Were you like, 
oh, like he'll be cool and he'll do it. No, no, no. I, I'm always down to discuss anything. I think yeah, there's yeah, only yeah. been like one or two topics that we haven't touched on before. And I know uh, essentially like in my platform, I'm always like, I try to be as welcoming as possible. And people probably think I'm even maybe a bit borderline boring, right? Because I don't ever get involved in the drama. I don't ever uh, call anybody out, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, uh, I think this is an important topic and mm -hmm. I don't mind discussing it. I think this is this is good. Again, constructive growth is not comfortable growth a lot of the time. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, I love growth. So this is all comfortable for me and it's interesting. But I did um, yeah. I did miss some practices for my factions match earlier because I was just reading up on Twitter all morning. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good anyway this is a very interesting tea segment and if you're still listening and we appreciate you um feel free to share your thoughts too um but stay tuned for more content in the future i don't i don't know we'll see if there anything big happens related to this topic we'll we'll probably just bring this topic up briefly again next week but my guess yeah. is it, it probably won't so um we should have a guest on our next episodes so stay tuned for episode potentially 66 we'll, we'll see once i relabel everything if it's actually 66 or maybe next week is 65 either way we should have a guest on so it'll be good um if you have any recommended guests definitely let us know as well uh, if you want uh maybe this topic to continue we could always invite some people to discuss the topic as well that could be really really interesting as well um yeah. we've always only had like one guest but it'd be interesting if we have like two different guests maybe pe people that have different opinions on the topic would be interesting oh yeah dude that what if you be... like moderated a, a debate oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that could be um i don't know if you want to see that or not or anyone be even up to do it but because i don't want to put anyone in a weird spot but i think that could be an interesting discussion if people still want to talk about this topic some more but either way yeah. um thank you all for joining it's been episode 65, and we hope you have a fantastic Clefairy Commotion Day. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I'm excited for our next episode with our esteemed guest. And, uh, dude, I've enjoyed the conversation like always. I'll see you again soon. Yeah. Oh, I, we could do a little contest. How about this? Um, comment in my tweet about this episode on who you think our guest is. You get one guess. Ooh. One guess per person. If you guess it right... Mm. What do they get if they guess it right? Mm. If they guess it right... Uh, okay, how about this? If they guess it right, uh, first person to guess it right, uh, they can either... Hmm, it's kind of risky, but like, I, let's just go with it. They can either be a guest on our podcast, right? We could talk all about them, learn about them, whatever. Or they can nominate someone for us to bring as our next guest and unless the guest declines it, we'll do everything we can to feature that person. So it's a guest of their choosing. And we'll, we'll, okay, we'll, try to, we'll, do, we'll do our best to honor it. Um, now, don't pick someone like... Nah, it's fine. I won't Barack Obama. It's got to be someone that we can actually reach out to, right? So that'll be, that'll be the contest. So if you get the guest right, you get to choose the next guest or you get to be our next guest. And um, yeah, so... All right, anyway, have a great one and we'll catch you all next time.